0: Okay, good morning. Welcome, everyone. Great to see you this morning. Uh, welcome to if you're joining online. Um, we just hope that you can stay with us through to the end of the service today. And we're looking forward to just being in God's presence and God's house and uh, sharing fellowship with each other. Um, if you're at home and you're joining online, uh, we will be taking communion today. And uh, so maybe you want to get yourselves prepared for that, get some uh, some juice and a wafer or some bread and uh, you can join in with us online at home. And uh, just for those who are here and gathered, we're using these communion packs and they are a bit fiddly. So they're in two layers. There's a, a really, really fine top layer, which you take off uh, for accessing the, the bread. And then there's another layer, which is really easy for the wine. So um, you maybe just check that you've got that good to go um, at the start. So... I'm giving you a fair warning. So welcome. Um, it's great that we're here. Um, it's good that the church is filling up. And uh, I, I don't know about you, I'm excited to be back in church and excited to be here with each other. And it's great to have Peter and Carol with us today as well. Um, Peter's uh, our finance guy. So uh, when we come to the AGM part, which will be in Zoom uh, later on, uh, Peter will be sharing and going through the, the finances with us. So you've been doing a great job throughout the year, Peter. I'm really grateful to that. Thank you. And uh, this this week, uh, our first prize goes to Mary McGrogan, so you can gather your bar of chocolate on the way out, (laughs) It's sitting on the table at the back. Uh, Seventh person to book in today was Robert Cook, so yay, so you can get a bar of chocolate for Margaret as well if you want. And the fourteenth person was Brendan, so Brendan, you get a bar of chocolate as well, so well done. (laughs) So uh, well done to you guys. Um, Let's just pray. As we uh, kick off our service today, let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence in this room today, and Lord, we've been praying and looking forward to coming together today. We've been looking forward to gather, uh, gathering together in your name, and Father, we just thank you for the privilege of being here again. Lord, we know that things are different just now, we're restricted with numbers, and uh, Lord, we're restricted with the things that we can do, but we're so glad to be in your house on a Sunday. We're so glad to be fellowshipping together. And Father, we are just so grateful for the health and strength which you give us day by day. And Lord, we we realize that there are those in our fellowship who are not so well at the moment. And Father, we just lift everyone before you. Father, you know the people in our church who need attaching their bodies from you. And so Father, we just pray that you would come into their Body into their, uh, make yourself present in their situation, and Father, that you bring healing and wholeness to them. Father, we we look forward to all the things that you want to do, even in this service today. And so, Father, we pray, lead us and guide us, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So, it's good to be here today. Um, we're going to uh, worship just for a second, and then we're going to uh, just have a moment of, of stillness and, and prayer. And then we're going to say the Lord's Prayer together. Uh, and so that's how we're going to do things this morning. Just a slight change to the presentation so far, just so you're aware of that. Um, so we're going to hand over to Steve, who's going to uh, lead us in worship. Thanks, Steve. Just a reminder that we're not allowed to sing, just so that you're aware of that. But we're going to lead you in song.
1: Instead of right, you poured your grace on me. What can I do but simply come and work? Oh
0: you that we can bring our praise our worship and adoration to you and father we we do that day by day father we don't always need to sing to be able to do that because father our worship rises from within our hearts father the way that we live our lives is an expression of our love for you of our worship of you of our acknowledgement of your greatness and father we just thank you that you're at work in our hearts day by day lord we thank you that we can gather as church we thank you uh, that we're able to gather online as well. And Father, we just pray your blessing on every single person who's in this building today, everyone who's joining us online, whether they're part of the church or whether they are visiting the church today. Lord, we pray that you would bless every family, that you bless every household. And Father, we pray for just such an experience of your presence today. Lord, that's what we want. We want to experience your presence today father even if that's uh, on the other side of all this technology sitting in our living room at home watching on uh, an ipad or a, a tablet or some other device or televisions whatever it is father those of us who are gathered here we want to just experience your presence and so father as we uh, as we as we spend a few moments in uh, contemplative prayer father we pray and invite you into this room. Father, we invite you into this service. And Father, we pray that we would know your presence in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just say the words of the Lord's Prayer together as we prepare ourselves to take communion today. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, it's true that we, uh, we don't worship because we sing. But we sing because we worship. Song arises from our hearts because we are worshippers. We're here to worship God today. And our very presence gathering today as church is an act of worship I don't know about you, but I'm missing not being able to sing and give it gusto. Normally, the, the rafters are shaking about in this church with a volume. Um, maybe that's a good thing for some, that it's quieter. Um, but we're used to worshipping God that way. We can't do that just now because of the restrictions. But everything that we do in our lives should be and can be an act of worship as we come before God. And As we come to take communion, let's remember that the symbol that we have in our hand is not the real thing. It's made it merely a representation that aids our memory. If you think about that, a symbol, something that aids our memory. Just in the last couple of weeks, just to give you an example, in the last couple of weeks, I was watching part of a video which uh, my dad was instrumental uh, in advising on, and he was actually in the video itself. It's called Shadows of Scotland. It's about part of Scotland's history, uh, the covenanting uh, part of Scotland's history. And I, I just wanted to sit and watch that little section with my dad in it again. I wanted to just watch, hear his voice and get somewhere close to feeling his presence again. But the image on the screen is only a representation. It's only a shadow, it's not the real thing. And it's the same when we come to take communion. The, the, the things that we have are there to aid our memory. They're there to help us, but it's not the real thing. And Jesus says to his disciples, do this in remembrance of me. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And I think about those first disciples and their memories of Jesus. They were living memories. They knew what he looked like. They knew what he sounded like. They knew his body language and the things that he would do and how he would express himself. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. And so we. All these years later, we take bread and wine to remember Jesus' body and blood. I think about those who stood and watched as Jesus was crucified, as he shed his blood for the sin of the world, as he hung on a cross for the sins of humanity, a stark, harsh reality. Nothing shatters the image so much as the reality itself. And I think about the day when we will meet Jesus face to face. We'll see him face to face. Just like Thomas saw him and Jesus said, come and put your, your hands in the nail holes. Thomas had been skeptical. He was doubting. And yet there was a moment where he came and he saw Jesus face to face. We will see Jesus face to face. And I think all the, the, the ideas that we have about Jesus will change in that moment. I don't know about you, but have you ever fallen out with somebody and you think about all the things that you're going to say when you meet them because you know that you need to meet them? And when you meet them, you go, maybe I'll not say that. Eh? Have you ever experienced that? When you meet them in person, you go, something softens inside. And you go, actually, I really love that person. I don't want to say all those horrible things. Think about when we meet Jesus, all the ideas that we have, all the... Uh, the images that we use, all those images will be shattered. We have a very different sort of memory. It's based on our experience, our experience of a Savior who came into our lives, who gave us this revelation of his grace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. A revelation of God. And we have this experience. The symbols can't live up to the reality of what they symbolize. So bread And wine when we take communion they don't live up to the reality of who jesus is but we take them to remember we take them to remember our savior to remind us of this new covenant this new agreement between god and people which was made possible through the blood of our lord jesus christ which cleanses us from all sin Let's remember Jesus today. Let's remember what he has done for us. We realize that the symbols are not a substitute. They're there to help us remember. And as we remember the body and blood of Jesus, we're encouraged to remember each other as well. So as we take communion, and maybe Steve, you could play just quietly as we're taking communion. What we're going to do is we're going to get ready to take uh, the bread. So if you get ready to do that, and then if we're ready, we can pray. We'll take it together and then we'll take the wine together. So we'll pray and then we'll take the wine together as well. So if you just get yourselves uh, prepared to do that. And if you're joining us online, uh, you just have a, a moment or two to get yourself ready as well to uh, share communion with us today. As we remember that the symbol is not the real thing, it's just to help us remember Jesus today, remember what he has done for us. Father, we realize that the symbols which we take today, the bread which reminds us of the broken body of Jesus, that tortured body of Jesus, Father, we we take this to remind ourselves of what He has done for us. Father, we're instructed in Your Word to do this in remembrance of Him until He comes back again. Father, we realize that there's coming a day when we will see Jesus face to face and we look forward to that day. But Father, until that day comes, we take these symbols as a reminder of who he is and so father we just pray your blessing on the bread father for those who are joining and taking bread at home online today father we just pray your blessing father we we know that you're not restricted by space or time and so father we just pray your blessing on each person who's joining in uh, with communion today so let's just take the bread uh, together just thank you for the blood of jesus which was shed on that cross father even in the lead up to that cross and father we're just so grateful that he was willing to take our penalty for our sin upon himself on the cross father we're grateful that we can know what it is to f- not only to feel forgiven but to be forgiven Father, to be those who've received grace, those who've received your mercy. And Father, we just pray now that as we take uh, the, the, the wine which reminds us of that blood, Father, we just thank you again afresh today for the blood of Jesus which was spilled for us. Father, may we just grasp something today of the wholeness, the fullness that we can experience through Jesus because of these things in his name. Let's just take the wine together as well. Father, this is the first time we've taken communion together in months. Father, it just reminds me of so many things that we take for granted. Father, we take each other for granted sometimes. We take each other's presence for granted sometimes. Father, we we know that you've blessed us. Father, your word says that those blessings are new every morning. And Father, we just take so much for granted. And Lord, we just come today with thankful hearts, with grateful hearts. Father, I thank you for the people in this church, those who are joining us online, our guests today, whether in the room here or or joining us online. Father, I just thank you for every person who is taking the time to be in your presence today. Father, to come together as church today. And Lord, I'm just so grateful today. I'm so grateful for the things that you're doing. Lord, we just want to bless you today. We want to give honor to your name. We want to lift up the name of Jesus today because it's just such a special name. And Father, we are so blessed, so blessed to be here today, to be in each other's presence. And Lord, we just thank you for the privilege of fellowship, of sharing together. Lord, we realize that there are brothers and sisters across the world who don't have this opportunity, even that we have today, to gather together those who are meeting in secret for fear of persecution. And Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters across the world, Lord, who need strength, who need the shalom of God, the peace of God, that wholeness, that wellness, that well-being, So, Father, we just pray for every brother and sister across the world, Lord, that your hand would be upon each one. Father, that you'd meet every need which they have. Lord, we thank you for the work of Open Doors and other organizations who do so much to reach out uh, and to be the very hands and feet of Jesus. And, Lord, we we thank you uh, that we can support them as well in that way. We might not know them in person, but, Father, we can still help them. But Father, we help them today by our prayers. And so Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for what you're doing in this church. And Lord, as we take a moment or two to reflect on 2019. Father, as we call this Celebration Sunday, Lord, we think about the things which you have been doing in us and through us. And Lord, I just pray that our hearts would be encouraged today as we stop for a moment and consider all that you're doing in this church. Lord, we know that we're not where we want to be at the moment and 2020 it's not how we thought it would pan out but father we recognize even still that you're doing a work and we just want to be part of that work and so father as we as we read from your word for a, a short while and as we think about what you've been doing over the course of the year father may our hearts be encouraged in jesus name we ask amen amen super thank you steve thank you to everyone who is uh, helping today um couldn't do it without you. It's great to have uh, all the people operating the tech, uh, our COVID recovery team who've been doing a great job getting us to this place where we can meet together. Yeah, there's so many things uh, that we're kind of restricted by at the moment, but just let's remember that we're in a transition. So it's a time that will change and there are some things we just need to kind of juggle with at the moment. um, But this transition will come to an end. There will come a moment where we will meet in person and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, One of the things that I needed to say is, if you do want to place an offering uh, today, there is a little uh, plant pot up the back there where you can sow a financial seed. So excuse the symbolism, but if if that's something that will help you today, then it's there. Um, The best way these days is to give online. It's just so much less hassle. Um, And uh, yeah, so that's that's there if we need that. We will need to kind of exit via the fire escape at the end if you uh, just are struggling a wee bit and we realize that's a bit of a tricky exit for some people then just uh, chat with brendan and brendan will help you back out uh, the main entrance so we we don't want you falling over and hurting yourself um also uh, i was on the phone to peter cochran this week and he's doing well um i think every time i phone peter he says people say to me why how do you end up uh, doing so much he says well now it takes me four days to do what i used to do in the morning if you know Peter, uh, you've probably heard them say that. But he sends his regards to the church today, and let's continue to uh, pray for Heather. I was speaking to Heather this week. Um, I'm not going into all the details of that because we're uh, online and live. Um, but she is so so appreciative of everybody's prayers, and she wanted me to communicate that to the church today. But we need to keep on uh, praying for Heather. So uh, the, the last thing that I was going to say was following this part of the service, we'll have our AGM. So we'll have a, a quick break to make sure we've got all the tech working, uh, like minutes, not, you know, a few minutes, not lots of minutes. And uh, we'll, we'll go on with the AGM part of our service today as well. But today is uh, Celebration Sunday, and I wanted us uh, just to uh, talk a little bit about what's been happening in the church and what that looks like. Uh, The plan, this was my plan, okay, when it came to this gathering, my plan had been, okay, we'll be finished with COVID-19, we'll be all sorted, and we'll all be back in the church, and we'll get everybody round tables, and we'll have this lovely big slap-up meal, we'll have all this great fellowship, we'll maybe invite some friends, and uh, we're all going to have this great time, and here we are. I was hanging off and hanging off and hanging off, and here we are in September uh, doing Celebration Sunday and having our AGM part of the service. So that's, that's just the way it is just now, uh, I'm afraid to say. And I do need to take a little photograph. I'm going to do this before I forget, because if I don't do it now, I will forget by the end of the service. We need to do this just to keep track of who's here. After 21 days, all that information is deleted. It's in a little file that says delete on such and such a date. So rest assured, we are looking into that. So that the plan had been to, to gather and have this wonderful celebration. Uh, everybody's sitting around tables. We've not managed to do that. Some people will be joining online today and that's just the way it is. But I want to share a little verse from Ephesians. It's in, uh, sorry, in Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. And it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you're doing. Who likes to be encouraged? I like to be encouraged. And I heard somebody say a long time ago, when it comes to criticism, we can be really specific with our criticism. And when it comes to encouragement, we can be so vague with our encouragement. Can I encourage us to be specific in our, courage, in our encouragement? Mm. <laughs> I maybe need to have a, wee, a wee, uh, another, one of these communion things to loosen me up a bit. <laughs> um, oh. I'm having a little Star Wars moment. (laughs) Encourage one another all the time, just as in fact you're doing. Build each other up. And when a sentence starts with therefore, there must be a before. And the reason we should encourage and build each other up is because Christ died for us. That's what the passage is talking about. If you read Thessalonians, that's what it's talking about. Christ died for us. This is the great reality check that we need to take as Christians. And Paul has been talking uh, to those addressed in the letter, those in Thessalonica, about Jesus' return. That's what he's talking about. He's saying that Jesus is going to come back again, and he's explaining to the Thessalonians what that would look like. And he says, because of that, you need to encourage one another. He's talking about eternity. He's talking about resurrection. And he's talking about a returning Christ into this world. And that's an incredible reality that we have. That's, that's what forms our worldview as Christians. The fact that there's eternal life to be gained. The fact that there will be a resurrection of the body. The fact that Jesus will come back again. And we look forward to these things. Therefore, we can encourage one another. Therefore, we can build each other up. What's the, the alternative? To discourage one another? To tear each other down? Who wants to be part of something like that? I don't. I want to be encouraged. I want to be built up in my faith. And encourage is such a clear picture. Positive words and actions. To build up, it literally means to build a house. That's what it's saying. I was thinking about this whole idea of building a house. We've had the the privilege of seeing two of our houses come up from the very ground, from the foundations. And seeing them being built brick on brick on brick and being part of the process. That's what it's talking about. It's talking about building each other up. And I don't know if you remember, the Bible talks about us being living stones. Remember, the Bible talks us about being living stones. And there's a sense in which we, as living stones, are built together into this house called the church. Collectively, we each have our place in the church a place of welcome, of worship, of God's word, and of witness. And there's a sense in which the work of there's, there's this work on every individual living stone. We are a work in progress. You're looking at a work in progress. I'm looking at a work in progress. I wish I could see your faces behind the masks, I have to say. I was telling somebody uh, that it was like going back to the start again when we started doing church online and talking to a camera. I'm like, I can't see people. And it was really, really strange and a bit crazy and a bit... And, and then I thought, great, we're back in church. And then I'm looking at your faces and all I can see is this little, so if your eyes are smiling, okay, if your eyes are smiling, Elsie, I can see your eyes are smiling, make your eyes smile as well. It would be really helpful for me, okay? There's a sense in which we are work in progress. We're living stones. And if you think about it, we're put into this thing called the church. We each find our place and we're trying to find our, the, the place where we all fit in. We're trying to find our own fit. And there's this sense of which, because we're a work in progress, that whole thing about fitting in is a bit can be a bit strange for us sometimes. And uh, we, we can sometimes find ourselves rubbing against some of the other living stones. It's like, move over, this is my spot. And it's like, there can be this jostling. And there's all this stuff that goes on in church. But we need to remember that in the process, God is shaping us, he's molding us, he's forming us into the people that he wants us to be, and he's forming the church into what he wants it to be. Not just this local church, but the church, the worldwide church which we are part of. And Paul goes on to say in this letter, live in peace with each other, live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers, warn those who are idle. Encourage the timid. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. There's a challenge, eh? Be patient with everyone. You know what it's like if you're married to be patient with your spouse? So Mary's looking at me. Her eyes are definitely speaking, but from behind that mask. Be patient with everyone. It's hard to be patient with each other sometimes. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else. And then these incredible words, which I think I shared at the prayer meeting this week, be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Incredible words. This is what we're exhorted to do. And Go home and look at First Thessalonians chapter five. Look at all the verbs, all the things that we're told to put into practice, and ask yourself the question: Am I putting that into practice week by week, day by day? What are we building? Are we building a house of cards that, after one puff, will be blown over, or the slightest little flick of a finger and it's down? That's not what we're building here. We're building a house with a sure foundation, which is Jesus. He is our foundation. And what we know of him through the Word of God is our foundation. That's what our Christian lives are built on. Not an idea, not something that looks like Jesus, a representation, a symbol that's not actually the real thing. We're building our lives on Christ himself. Jesus lives within us through the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're building our lives on and I was thinking about church and I think the church is a family people of all ages coming together to worship God to care for each other and their community and I think that's a little snapshot of what we're all about as a church this is why we're here and I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everyone who does anything in this church no matter how big or how small the part that you play is, I wanted to say thank you right at the start. Whether you're involved in leading, helping to lead, serving in some way, thank you uh, to everyone who does that. Thank you to Lindsay, who still works for the church four hours a week, even though she's got a full-time job now as well. And uh, I'm just so grateful for the work that Lindsay does as well, sorting out lots of problems, often in the background, often unnoticed. And there are so many people who do so many small things that are unseen. But I wanted to remind us of what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. He says, your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you openly. There's a sense in which we put some things up on the screen today. And it will be saying, here's the things that are happening. Here's what we're doing. But there are so many things that go on that never get mentioned, that go unseen lots of little conversations, lots of little encouragements, things which happen that nobody knows about other than you and that other person. And I want to remind us that God who sees what's done in secret will reward us openly. I'm going to use this slide again. It's the slide that's called what goes on in church. Now, I don't know if you, how well you can read that. Hopefully you can. These are some of the things that happen week by week, month by month, year by year in the life of this church. Connect groups, prayer groups, foundations group, worship leading team, music team, sound team, media team, hospitality team, pastoral care team, Friday fellowship team, West Lothian Food bank, Answer Project, Flourish, building maintenance team. And just let me say, at this point, Martin has decided to stand down from his leadership of that team. And Martin, if you're watching, I just want to thank you for your uh, hard work in this area we'll need to find a replacement for you, Martin, and uh, that's going to be a hard uh, job to fill. Administration, business and finance, safeguarding, communications and publicity, social media, (sighs) website and podcasting, supporting missionaries, missions trip to Bulgaria, which we didn't do last year. Compassion, Operation Christmas Child, Treasure Tots, Rainbow Kids, Treasure Kids, Oxygen, Primary School Chaplaincy, Compass Cafe, Cozy Cafe, which stopped last year uh, just at the summer holidays. We're sad to see that stop because it was a great uh, great outreach. Secondary School Chaplaincy, Prison Ministry, Workplace Chaplaincy, Hospital Chaplaincy, and then the Senior Leadership Team. I added you guys in at the end. Wow, I'm out of breath just saying it. And this just gives you a snapshot of the things that go on in the life of the church uh, week by week, And I just want to highlight a few different areas as we go through this presentation. There's some pictures up on the screen here. Um, Friday Fellowship here, if you were here when Bruce was here. It was a fantastic night. Uh, I just so happened to sneak in and set up some of the tech that night. And it was great to have Bruce come along and share. Then the other end of the scale is Treasure Kids. Uh, I love this photograph. I I saw it somewhere. I think I've got some inspiration for this. We took this photograph at Treasure Kids. Can I encourage you, if you run a group, if you run a ministry, take photographs so that we, we can put them in. I was going to say put them in the AGM for next year, Celebration Sunday. I'm like, I was thinking, what are we going to do for next year? It's going to be the shortest Celebration Sunday ever in history, because <laughs> we've hardly been doing anything. And then this picture just reminds me of all the fellowship, all the, the, the teas and coffees and meals and things that we do uh, across the table with each other. Um, encouraging, supporting, praying all the things that go on as we connect with each other throughout the course of a year. I'm hoping that gives you a picture of all ends of the scale and all the the unseen things that go on as well. And then there's West Lothian Food Bank, which uh, went into the new shop this year. So this is a picture uh, of the new shop. And uh, it's been great to have uh, the support of some of our local councillors there as well. And the shop has been doing fantastic. Um, and just to say that in 2019, the food bank fed 6,650 people through 11 distribution centres, which was a 26% increase in demand from the year previous. And the majority of our clientele are between the ages of 25 and 64, single adults between those age uh, ranges. And the food bank is doing a fantastic job, and uh, you know the challenges in the last few months have been uh, immense but they've soldiered on and did a great job through that answer project is something uh, the building next door for those who are not familiar with it the board of trustees uh, consists of people from the church here and they do a great job week on week month by month and we share resources freely we sometimes use answer for different things like uh, our kids work on a sunday Uh, sometimes some of our church events Answer uses the church building here. That's what the pictures are up on the screen here. This is the uh, pantomime at Christmas time. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. The, the, the building here was full um, and it was just such a fantastic uh, experience. But there's so much great, great work goes on in Answer, and you can read that in the report. And then just thinking about missions, that, that missions is such a big word and encompasses so many different things. We support Ron and Joanna in the Philippines. We support Ken and Jocelyn, who travel throughout Europe, although they've not been traveling throughout Europe very much this year. They've been somewhat restricted. And then there's the sewing project, which we support in a country which shall remain nameless because we're online today, and uh, we just need to keep that confidential when we talk a bit more about that in the AGM part. So there are missionaries which we support month in, month out, and uh, it's great to be able to support them. And this is what it looks like in that country which shall remain nameless. Uh, just doing games and activities with the kids. And uh, maybe we could just turn that volume up just a wee, a wee smidge. I don't know if that's possible. Uh, sorry, I forgot to say that we'd have uh, volume on them. That should be us. And then, uh, so uh, in that project that is remaining nameless, the total investment there throughout 2019 was uh, 1900 pounds which is fantastic to be able to support missions um, we also support watoto at the mission So the total investment in supporting Matoto when they were here was £1,733 between actually hosting the choir and doing all that stuff and fundraising on the night of the concert. And just let me say a massive thank you to everyone who hosted, who opened up their home to uh, host these kids and their leaders for uh, three nights. It turned out to be three nights. And I know that it's a big sacrifice to make, but it was really, really appreciated. And we loved having Matoto with us. Did you love having Matoto with you? Yeah, so I'm just needing a bit of feedback here. I'm needing a bit of encouragement. Yeah, thank you, Aurelia, that was just fantastic. That was such a great encouragement. <laughs> we also uh, support Compassion throughout the year. And if you look at the slide here, you'll be able to see, maybe see uh, one of the boys or girls that you support. This is their, their pictures on the, the screen here. And uh, through Compassion, we supported 18 uh, children throughout the course of the year, exchanging 97 letters. And there was a total investment of £6,533 in Supporting Compassion through uh, supporting that that project out there in Thailand. And so far, since we started Supporting Compassion, we have been able to facilitate 11,850 hours for these boys and girls in the project. 2,962 nutritious meals, 67 medical checks and 24 Bibles have been given out. All through the work that goes on in the church, week by week, month by month, sometimes unseen, sometimes nobody talks about it, but it goes on all the time. And this is giving, which is uh, our responsibility. This this giving isn't reflected in the church finances. It's something that we do, but we've tried to help facilitate as a church. Ben Samaritan's Purse. This year we had 83 uh, shoeboxes which went to the Ukraine. Uh, We had Deborah at the church with us just to celebrate all the hard work that she does in facilitating this. And I just thought about all the little things that make a huge difference. All the small things that we do sometimes unseen and they make such a massive, massive difference. I don't know if you remember last year We also supported uh, some churches in Sri Lanka, and we raised £1,168 to go to the churches uh, in Sri Lanka through In Care, uh, so Assemblies of God's In Care Appeal. And one of the churches which was affected by this in Sri Lanka was an Assemblies of God church. And these are the things, let me just read out what we were giving money to support these churches with, assistance needed for patients and their families, as some have had to travel a fair distance to get to the hospital. Medical creams required for burn victims. Eye surgery for those who've lost sight. Some have lost their hearing and would need a hearing aids in the future. Prosthetic limbs will be required for amputees. Some families have lost a breadwinner. Trauma counselling in Tamil and offer help to Zion Church as they would need to meet elsewhere during the period of reconstruction. We played a part in this. Sometimes we forget what we've done. Sometimes we forget Maybe that small amount of money that we have given to something. But all of these things have happened in the life of the church over the course of 2019. And why do we do this? We do this because vision without action is a dream. Action without vision is simply passing the time. But action with vision is making... A positive difference action with vision god gives us a vision of the need the things that need to happen and when we meet that need when we do something something tangible happens and we're able to help other people let me talk a little bit about outreach and i know that time is marching on some of the things that happened in treasure kids uh, which is one of our outreaches for the younger end we did a thing called treasure kids has got talent we did jump for a day and uh, here's some of our volunteers down on the screen here. Uh, you're on the telly, hey. <laughs> uh, we also had uh, a barbecue for some of our guys who have come up through our Compass Cafe group in the school. Great to just spend some time with some of them around food and a barbecue at the back. Um, I was going to show you a video of that. We had to erect a, uh, what you call it, one of these canopy things? There's a gaze- gazebo, that's it. Um, and we actually had to put a... Uh, a a sheet of material down between the gazebo and the the ground because the wind was actually blowing the rain so that it was horizontal (laughs) so it wasn't just coming down it was coming across Uh, so it was one of those kind of days we had a fantastic time with some of these guys and the reality is that we love these guys and we want to stay connected with them and we want to be there in their lives jump looked like this uh this is a, a an aerial shot and we're grateful to one of our friends who came with a drone and took aerial photography um, i'm hoping he's going to come and help me with some more uh, aerial photography and video stuff and uh, this is our finale at uh, jump um, for those who were there it was just such a special moment and then we had the friday fellowship this is a friday fellowship this is the kind of other end of the scale with bruce davis Uh, that's just a little photograph of that and another christmas tree festival where we raised 238 pounds and 50 pence which went to the british liver trust so all these things that are happening as part of our church things that we're involved in then i think about inside the four walls and the things that happen the behind the scenes stuff that, that when it all goes right which it mostly does nobody notices you know, it's like it's like when the sound's all working perfectly, as it is today. Nobody really bats an eyelid. But then there's that moment when there's this big loud noise coming through the sound system. We all go, what's happening here? Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> yeah. And most of the time it works. And there are so many things that happen in the background in the church and they go unnoticed. And I want to just express my gratitude and appreciation for those who pitch up Sunday after Sunday, teams doing all sorts of things and it all flows and everybody works really hard to make church happen setting up for training events like like this one um how somebody ever managed to move that that uh that uh what you call it what you call that thing it's not a slab it's a what you call it what's that called robert there's a name for that anyway whatever it's called Whatever it's called, in our fire escape, somebody managed to move that into that position. I'm like, how did they do that? And why would they want to, right? Not unless they'll try to hide something underneath I don't know. But things like this get fixed in the background and nobody ever sees that it happens. And I think about all the prayer events that we set up for, you know, sound and media practices, the preparation that goes on week after week, and uh, all the events that we prepare for. And we've got to get ourselves prepared for those things as well. It's not just about preparing for the event. We have to prepare ourselves for the event as well. And all the care for the business side of the church and all the things that go on with the, the, the charity side and the finance side, all this stuff goes on week by week, month by month, and often it goes unseen. And I just want to express thanks for that. We had uh, a visitor with us last year, Stephen Matthew, who did some training, and that was open to everybody in the church who wanted to be part of that. It was our investment into our leaders and into the people of the church who wanted to just uh, get a little bit more training. And uh, training will need to form a much stronger part of the church life as we move forward. It's something that we want to have a real focus on. We've been trying to do that, but there's something just needs to ramp up with that as we go forward as a church, if we're serious about fulfilling our mission. Prayer was a big part of the life of the church, uh, week by week, month by month. We met on a Sunday and a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday. We prayed in connect groups. We had the World Day of Prayer, which we hosted And then we also hosted the national prayer breakfast for scotland as a satellite venue Uh, those who arrived here on that morning had a, a lovely hearty breakfast and then we were able to join in the the prayer gathering not to mention all the prayers that go on as we pray for people in our own personal times and we support each other through prayer and we support the church through prayer all these things going on week by week month by month often unseen and i just want to thank the church For all the incredible things that go on. The last thing that I'm going to talk about very briefly is Assemblies of God. We are part of the denomination or movement, whatever you want to call it, called Assemblies of God. It's probably one of the fastest growing denominations in the world at the moment, and we're part of that. And I want to recognize that we're in a new day as Assemblies of God, there's new leadership. Uh, Glenn Barrett is our new national leader for Assemblies of God. Ian Duthie, who's on uh, pictured on the screen there, is our new Scottish leader. And uh, Ian has been a great encouragement to us, uh, even, even so far. We're somewhere in the region of 500 churches and 700 locations, work that one out, uh, throughout Great Britain. I don't know what the stats are for Scotland, but we're part of this wider family, bigger family, um, called Assemblies of God. And let me just remind you what Assemblies of God's purpose is. The purpose of Assemblies of God is to give every man, woman, and child the opportunity of understanding the gospel and to provide a church where they can grow in ministry for the glory of God. That's what we are part of. That's what we reflect as well. Not only do we want to reach out with this incredible gospel message and see men, women, boys, and girls come to know Jesus – but we want to give people a place that they can grow in, a local church where they can be disciples and learn how to serve. And this is the last slide. It says, see, I'm doing a new thing. And as much as we look back over 2019, we're in a new season. And if you've had a chance to read the report, my uh, report, I'd reflect on that. there's a turning point message A turning point message where I shared what God had been saying in my personal devotion times as I was thinking about the church where we're at what's coming next are we going into a new season what is this what's happening and God clearly said to me you've not misheard you've not got it wrong there is time for a new season it's time for a new season there are new things that God wants to do in this church and I think God has been speaking about those things for quite some time now But now it's time to move into that. We can't keep looking back. We can't go back to the past. We can't live in the past. We can only live today and plan for the future that God has for us as a church. And so I just want to thank everyone as I finish off Celebration Sunday. I want to thank everyone for all the things that you do, whether you're joining online or whether you're here today or maybe the people who will uh, connect later and aren't with us at the moment, but they'll watch this maybe through uh, SoundCloud or some of the other ways that we get the message out. God is doing great things, and I want us to, to just be mindful of the things that God is doing. I want to encourage us to keep on keeping on. Whatever part you play, no matter how big or how small, keep playing that part because it's crucial that you do that. And it's really, really appreciated. So I just want to thank you. Let us let me just finish by, by praying. And uh, then we're going to have a short break. We'll get set up for uh, our AGM part on Zoom. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll take things on from there. Let's just pray as we finish. Father, I shared that verse at the start about encouraging one another, about building each other up. Father, I pray that the things which we've reflected on today would be an encouragement to our hearts, as we think about the work that we're doing as a church, as we think about the ways that we reach out, uh, not only uh, locally, but farther wider into this world that you've called us to be a part in. Father, we think about the instructions given to the disciples that they would be your witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria, and then throughout all the ends of the earth. Father, we, we recognize that Whitburn is our immediate place, but we have a wider mission than that that takes us out beyond Whitburn into West Lothian, into our country. Father, we also have a role that takes us out into other nations in the world. And we thank you that we can be part of what you're doing. Father, part of this kingdom which is being built. And Father, we prayed that in the Lord's prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, help us to keep playing our part in the building of your kingdom. Father, as we are living stones, finding our place in the church. Father, we know that you're at work in us. You're you're, continually shaping and molding Uh, and father you're doing a work in us and we pray that you'd help us to be what you call us to be and to find our place in the body to find our place in this building called the church this family of people and father to play our part father we thank you for today we thank you for the work that you're doing in our hearts we thank you for being able to take communion today and father how meaningful that is for us just to share fellowship together in that way And Lord, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honour. And so Lord, we give you ourselves today. Lord, we pray that as we come to the AGM in a few minutes, that you would lead us and guide us in that. And Lord, that you'd help us through the business side of the church as well. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. So just make yourself comfortable. Have a little stretch if you need to. And then we'll be gathered in just a few minutes.